Hello, hello, hello. This is Reagan Thompson. Today we're going to explore the topic of move your body and move your energy. We're going to take a deep dive into this topic with our guest, Yamaya Renuka Dubi, a transformational mentor and intuitive kinesthetic empath with over 25 years of practice and expertise in the healing arts, somatic therapy, trauma release work, Eastern and Western spirituality, community development, and the performing arts. But before we begin, let's start with some questions for our listeners. Did you know that you have a relationship with your body? What are the benefits to learning about your body and having a healthy relationship with your body? How moving the body through dance can cause a great deal of healing in one's life. Did you know that there is a significant connection between the body, mind, and spirit, that you can't separate them, even if you try? What are the specific benefits to helping your energy flow more freely through movement? My guest today is Yamaya Renuka Dubi. Yamaya was propelled on her healing path in her early 20s in San Francisco. After discovering the power of rituals and earth consciousness, she moved to the peaceful hills of the Marin Zen Center, Green Gulch Farms, Muir Beach, where she was trained into discipline and meditation. During her 25 years of practice and studies of other modalities, she has developed a mastery of the perfect mind-body healing touch, depth of listening, and a keen gift for human empowerment. She became a fervent yoga practitioner in the late 90s and graduated as Eight Limbs Ashtanga Yoga Instructor in 2002 under the guidance of Baba Hari Das and the Mount Madonna Center, with which she stayed involved as an assistant YTT trainer for a few more years. Hello, Yamaya. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. Thank you, Regan. What an <laughs> honor. I really am, am so grateful you came because, um, you know, Yamaya and I have been friends for not a long time. And uh, the time that we've had together has been really meaningful to me. Uh, Yamaya is a beautiful, bright being, and being with her every time has been a gift in my life. So I really, truly am so honored to have you here. I've learned a little bit about you from what you shared, and I know the work you do is very beautiful and powerful, and I want to learn more about you and your work today, and obviously our listeners are going to learn a lot too as well, and I want to explore with you today the topic around move your body and move your energy. You sounds good? Yes. <laughs> I love movement. I mean, it's been such a beautiful part of my life. I used to dance more than I do now. I'm dancing still. There was a time in my life before I really found healing work and all the different modalities that I've discovered over the years. Dance was the number one healing modality for me in my life. I used to dance for hours and hours with my sister traveling around the world and um, dance classes. I have a running joke with my friends and family members that my first year of university studies, I lived the entire time in a leotard. I was constantly taking dance classes. And um, I remember it being so healing in so many ways for me and my life, um, coming from a time in my life um, when I started to dance more from an eating disorder. And I was in the middle of that eating disorder really, really struggling with my body image and who I was. And dance was a very beautiful reprieve for me to really get away from um, that trauma and that pain 
that I was experiencing inside myself and just really let go and feel that freedom inside myself to feel that no longer existed for those those hours or those minutes when I was dancing and moving my body. And then also coming from a sports career of, you know, a lot of sports with uh, tennis and basketball, um, being a competitive sports player for many years. I'd like to hear from you about the relationship between ourself and our body and just kind of explore that with you now and and whatever you'd like to share. Mm. Yes, thank you for that. That's one of my favorite subjects, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and we did meet dancing. Yes, we sure did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dance came in my life really early. I think I started uh, dancing when I was four years old. And there is, um, you know, like a joke in my family is like what, that I started coming. I came into the world um, dancing out of my mother's womb. So it has been one of my uh, primary modality for healing. Um, I needed a lot of healing as I had a difficult childhood. Um, you know, now we call them, you know, childhood adversity. Um and there is a lot of different modalities and work that address those, but dance has definitely been the, the first one for me. I like your question for your listener around um, stagnancy in the body. Um, and as we know, you know, in certain medicine, Western medicine, Chinese medicine, when there is a, a stagnant element either in one of the body system or in the muscle system, it creates disease. The somatic body work that I've been trained in in my early 20s was a big part of um, completing my dance abilities, as well as being able to move through the emotions that muscles store inside the body. Let me try to explain that in a clearer way. We use our muscle tensions to hold um, the feelings that we're not able to express as children, uh, we're being confronted with all kinds of different um, elements. You know, we, we see things that maybe we shouldn't see, we experience things that maybe we shouldn't experience, you know, that are creating tension in our, in our being. And in order to be able to cope with those tensions, we use muscle groups. And that creates a positioning in the body. And you can see that around you, you know, just walking down the street, you can see people that, um, you know, walk with their chest, you know, uh, put forward or with a shoulder above the other, protecting their heart or creating a defiant posture or a compliant posture. All this positioning is ways for us to cope with what comes at us and that we're not able to process. Now, when we start um, adulting in order for us to regain a full ability of movement, both emotional movement and physical movement, we have to go into those areas so that they can reveal secrets of the past and that we can regain full freedom. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely it does. And so what I'm hearing is that our relationship with our body and that connection to our body is far more profound than most people probably think. Yes. Right? And so there's this gateway, these various gateways, it sounds like, through the body, um, and then finding whatever tension or um, stored trauma could be inside the body through that gateway or that uh, doorway into f discovering it through, like you're saying, movement and dance. And so is do what you provide to the world, is this also in the relationship to then 
Um, maybe you can tell me more about somatic therapy. It sounds like that's uh, a way to access these doorways. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. But actually, I'm going to get you back to dance, sorry, okay. because yeah. I know that you love that, okay. that subject. Then I probably will um, go back to the somatic body work. But there was a beautiful teacher, many of us know, called Gabrielle Roth, mm -hmm. who started the five rhythms movement, or mm -hmm. also I've known as Sweat Your Prayers. Yeah. And she was an amazing pioneer who discovered that when we are moving, breathing, sweating with the attention to what is happening inside, a lot is being revealed. We're able to move into um, feelings or emotions such as sadness, grief, anger, rage. Um, it's a really, you know, it's, it's a moving meditation. You know, so there is that the same impact on awareness and consciousness and, and self-knowledge that can happen with that type of movement and dance that happens if you're sitting on the meditation cushion. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I, I was lucky to be able to practice with her and some of her teachers, you know, in my mid-20s in San Francisco. And that also opened, you know, huge doorways to, um, you know, wanting to continue on that path. So... After doing a lot of dance, I realized that I still had, you know, emotions that were stored in my body. And I discovered an, another piece of work with an, another mentor, Marion Rosen, who created the Rosen Method. And that's an incredibly deep, beautiful um, body work where we touch people in a way that they are able to unwind the tensions from the inside out. And there is also a verbal part that helps them go deeper into the body-mind system. So it's not just the chatting mind and the intellectual mind that can, you know, lie and create all kinds of stories that are not based on truth because the body doesn't lie. So we bring those two pieces together of the body and the mind and so that there can be emotional release and then there can be space made for the new, you know, like we're freeing um, people from their emotional patterns, their mental patterns and their physical patterns in a very holistic way that allows them to bring new things in their life that is more to their dreams and, you know, purpose. It sounds like this has been very effective for you in your life. Like you were saying, you had a, a tough childhood where you've been doing this work primarily, it sounds like your most effective way to heal in this life. Yes. And, and so would you say that with, um, for our listeners, if they're interested in getting involved with this type of dance therapy and movement therapy, um, that they need to have a facilitator to initially get them going? Or is this something they can start to do on their own? Is there, is there some sort of instruction that we can give them today mm. that might get them started or how to get started? You know, it really depends on the being, you know, like I have some, some clients that I see in my bodywork office and I send them home with, with homework going, okay, I'm going to send you a really angry piece of music. You're going to go, get home and you're going to just move your anger to this music. I have some clients that come back going like, I was not able to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. So yes, sometimes we need a facilitator that creates a safe container, a safe space, you know, and that is able to remove what is in the way of, you know, reaching those places, you know, um, particularly for women. Mm -hmm. Anger is not always an easy um, it's not, uh, has easy access, um, or sometimes there is too much <laughs> and we don't know how to, um, make it an efficient, um, energy because there is, you know, that beautiful energy of fire that can really help us create and manifest. But if it's something that is overwhelming to us, we are not able to use it in a, in the proper way. So 
again, kind of going back to, um, I'm really wanting to help our listeners know where to get started. And so it sounds like, is there quite a few um, dance therapy um, movement therapy programs and facilitators available besides yourself? Yes. It's pretty common now. They are more and more and it's been growing, you know, beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there is, you know, open floor. If people go on openfloor.com, you know, that's the, the following of the Sweat You Prayers movement from Gabrielle Roth. All the ecstatic dance that are popping up all over the planet, you know, are places where people can do that, you know. If they're able to let go of the social aspect of the dance, you know, and really take it as a ceremony. So yes, that would be really helpful for people. Um, You know, somatic therapy is also becoming quite known. There are very different uh, methods. You know, there are methods that, uh, like I do, you know, like really um, use um, hands-on, which is really beautiful um, because we can go deeper than perhaps just with um, guided meditation that's bring that connection, you know, between soma, the body, and psychosomatic, the, the mind. There are, you know, different uh, videos they can have access to, mm-hmm. different mentor, mentoring programs. Mm-hmm. And so, and then respect to the benefits, you know, I'm hearing some of the benefits that you're sharing, and you said the body doesn't lie. And um, I think that's a very powerful just point to make that is so true, right? This, the body does not lie, whereas the mind and the psychological processing of the mind, it creates these stories that are not true or real. And we sometimes can't even see through the veil of illusion that's going on there, what is true and what is real, and constantly kind of pulling from the past, these past recordings and creating these stories. And really, it's just like, how do we disintegrate disintegrate that and then see through the, to the truth, right? And it sounds like you're, what you're saying is with the body work, with the body work and the movement work and the dance work, you begin to, if with the proper instruction and, and facilitator and the program or whatever there may be that someone walks into, they're going to start getting to the truth of what's really going on inside them. And and what's, what is the pain really saying? What is, what is the hurt saying? And starting to get into that trauma release, maybe grieving or letting go of resentment or anger, like you're saying, whatever whatever's stored. And so, and then now that's some of the benefits I mentioned. I wondered if there's any more benefits that I haven't mentioned more benefits for our listeners to hear about how powerful this work can be. Yes. Anything you want to share? Yes, absolutely. So, yes, correct. Um, The body doesn't lie, but the body numbs. So, you know, part of that, you know, movement, you know, through dance or breath, uh, rebirthing is also another another tool that people can do, you know. And because what happens with the dancing is like the breath is able to come back and go in places that were not breathing before. Um, with the body work, same thing, you know, it's like we uh, gently unwind the muscle tension so that the breath can come back to those places. So there is two main benefits. One is that, you know, the unwinding is bringing the truth that was underneath the numbness, you know, and from that truth, all kinds of things can happen. People can find their passion that they did not access before. They can find their purpose. You know, they can really feel a uh, connection with their own inner guidance system. And then on the physiological level, the blood come back to those areas. So when people have, you know, like chronic pain or like, you know, frozen shoulders or even chronic tension that can lead to really um, problematic injuries, that is resolved through those different modalities and techniques so that there is a lot less possibility of injuries. Which is so interesting to me because when I think of a lot of humans on the planet, when they have an injury or a wound in that way, they actually try to stay away from movement. 
And where you're saying, let's go into it. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's bring the blood flow there. Let's move the body. Let's get it back into balance and flow in some way, right? Yeah. And there's just a, I just, I'm just hearing that there's such a misperception around that because there's a lot of like, ooh, this is hurt, this part of my body. Ooh, I don't know what to do now. Okay, I should just avoid movement. I shouldn't move this part of the body. I should avoid going into it. Rather, they avoid versus going in, right? Yeah. Going into that. Yeah, it's And really, having that relationship with the body so mm-hmm. that you can learn what the body's even saying to you exactly. in that respect within that injury. Yeah, so it's really important to listen. You know, um, I've had myself some uh, pretty bad injuries. Um, I, I have a, a condition of uh, extreme hypermobility. So yoga was able to give me the strength that I needed, you know, because I was hypermobile. Um, but I, I've had some conditions that would create fear when I could feel like, let's say like a spasm coming on, you know, I would in the past, you know, just lay down, don't move, you know, go into stillness for protection. And those injuries, you know, chronic um, injuries kept coming back. And just a couple of years ago, something came up in in that same way. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it differently this time. I am not going to stop moving. I'm going to move gently with a lot of breath, but I'm going to keep moving. And instead of having, you know, debilitating, you know, week long in bed, actually in a couple of days, things were back to normal. So, yeah. Mm, I love that because it's, it's so, it's so helpful to know that this is available because I also have had a couple injuries from my, uh, not really more kind of wear and tear kind of stuff in my body from the tennis uh, career that I had in this life. And um, it's so interesting, that relationship. It's just this one knee that I've had that will kind of once in a while kind of show itself and go, oh, it's still here. And then immediately if I do any kind of energetic work with it, you know, I used to be like, okay, I need to do this exercise and and I need to do this kind of rehabilitation. I'm going to do, I even did stem cell, you know, and it's now healing more than ever, not only because I'm using it and moving with it, as well as the energetic relationship I'm having with that, I'm, with my knee. It's like literally, I'm like, okay, I hear you. I'm here with you. I feel you. You know, rather I've been like, what do I do? And instilling, you know, more fear inside myself around, is this ever going to end? Am I ever going to be able to heal this? All that tension, the fear, um, and just seeing that my relationship with my body over time has become, I know it's energetic primarily, right? I just know that there's, it's, uh, there's a message there for me. And so I'm hearing you say that, that these messages, the truth is stored in the body. And for us to just really come into acceptance of this relationship that we have. You know, it is the mind-body-spirit connection, right? And we just sometimes, I, I know not just myself in the past, as well as many humans again, we do our best to try to understand that intellectually, but are we really practicing that? That there, we cannot con- disconnect the mind-body-spirit connection. There is no way to disconnect those three from each other. They're completely connected, even if we try, right? So the body has great information. The mind has its own value. And uh, clearly we're meant to become more masters of the mind rather than (laughs) master us. And then there's the spirit, right? And our spirit connection and where we're at with our emotional body and all of that's so connected. So I'm just seeing this really beautiful um, cohesiveness with what you're sharing of just bringing those all together. So if you want to explore that a little bit more with me, the mind, body, spirit connection as well. Yes, I'd love to. Um, you know, I have a lot of people that come to me for mentoring or for the body work. And they come saying, you know, I've, I've done 10 years of psychotherapy. You know, I got to a certain place, but 
it doesn't move further. And, you know, I believe that it's because the body has not been brought into the, into the picture. Yeah, I absolutely see that. So combining, I think, movement with psychotherapy would be the key, right? Yes. And did you, do you have stories of individuals that maybe then moved into doing more movement with the psychotherapy and had yeah, well, a couple that, success stories to share maybe? That's well, you know, that's the story of Marion Rosen, who, who was one of my main mentors, studied with for eight years. Um, you know, she was practicing uh, rebirthing and breathwork and physical therapy next door to, um, I think they were sharing office space with someone who was a Jungian analyst. And she realized that people that were coming to both, he and her, were progressing, you know, 50 times faster than people that were seeing only one of them. And that's when she started bringing um, the dialogue part to her physical work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that's pretty much how she created it. You know, we're talking in the 40s, mm-hmm. 1940s. So, um, Excellent. And then you're a yoga teacher. So tell me more about that experience with healing yourself through yoga and supporting that um, discussion with our listeners right now so they can learn more about yoga. Because mm-hmm. I know that's been a big part of your training and your existence in this life. Yes, it has been. Um, you know, I love practicing I love you know I was in a Zen monastery you know in the ashram for yoga there is something about practice that really keeps you moving forward you know um, instead of stalling and um, you know maybe lacking the courage to keep going on your path um, so yoga is an amazing discipline it's very rich I also really love all the mysticism and you know like in, in the Vedas and you know there is so many layers to to yoga beyond asanas you know beside the um, the physical form and the pranayamas you know which is the the breathing exercise you know again you know the connection to breath body accessing higher realms of consciousness so bringing spirit there you know um, yoga really bring all those pieces together, all these parts together. And what, how has yoga played out in your life as well as far as healing of yourself? What would you say has happened for you because of yoga in your life? Oh, peace. So much more peace. Oh, my God. Yes, so much peace. Oh, that sounds mm-hmm. so nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, listeners, do you hear that? Get into yoga if you want to have more peace in your life. Yes. And it really is. It's such a beautiful... Um, I love yoga. I've done quite a bit in this life. I used to have a yoga therapist. And um, for many years, I did yoga therapy. Is that kind of the kind of yoga that you like to provide to your... Um, those who participate in yoga with you? You know, at, at Like this, a yoga therapy base? Um, Yes, and but at this point I don't practice much asanas. Mm-hmm. Um, I really help people with pranayamas okay. and you know and more the you know the spiritual aspects. Yes, of the yoga. Yeah, well, it's so beautiful. And then um, lastly, I just wanted to chat with you a little bit more about the experience of the trauma release work, just to kind of finalize today, because I think that's such a powerful place to help our listeners know about. Um, and, and really just explore with you and with our listeners the idea of why we have trauma in our body and where that might come from. Because I think a lot of people are like, well, why would I even have trauma? Where does this even come from, right? I mean, I don't know. My childhood was pretty good. I had a couple things happen that were super great. So, you know, this understanding that we all have trauma that's most likely been stored in our in our body and our cells. And that's not unusual. It's 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 actually can be quite normal to have this energy stored in our body. And I know that I've done a lot of good trauma release work in this life. And it's kind of a consistent 
need to do that because, right? I mean, obviously, if things are happening to you and life's happening, so many of us, even on a, in a mild way, are experiencing some sort of level of trauma at times, just, you know, with a breakup with a girlfriend or a boyfriend or something happens in your family, someone passes away that you really care dearly about. There's this element of us all learning, I think, and we're not all experts experts at this at this time, to manage our energy correctly so that we're not storing, right? And so, but so many of us don't have these effective practices and processes to know how to just let it up and out, let it go as we go. So therefore it just, it builds up and there's this kind of buildup of almost toxicity or trauma inside of our, our bodies. And um, I think I just wanted to share more of the, of the um, understanding with everyone who's listening that it's not unusual to have trauma that you're still might you still might need to be working with to letting go and there's maybe grieving or whatever this work is so just kind of expressing now the how normal it is yes versus someone being unusual well it's it's very common you know and there is old trauma and there is new trauma but we also are you know living in western society where there is a lot of shame around trauma and a lot of um, hiding about feelings, you know, and that is why I believe this resurgence of the deep feminine wisdom that's coming back on the planet at this time is really the path to, to create health in our society, health on the planet, um, because, you know, it's been suppressed. The feeling world has been suppressed for eons. And until we're able to reclaim and live in that feeling place, trusting the power of emotions. You know, a lot of people, there's either shame or there is fear of overwhelm. Oh my God, if I let myself feel these feelings, this grief, this pain, this anger, I'm going to drown in it. I won't be able to get out of it. And that's a big part of the teaching I do with people in my mentoring program is like trust this oceanic wave of feeling because when you don't resist it, you will come back out very quickly like a surfer, you know, and in the oceanic waves of feelings. So um, I think the more of us on this planet educate ourselves and trust that there is no shame to have around pain, around trauma, and actually why we're here as human beings is to experience you know, the the whole holistic part of us, of who we are. And um, I believe that there is a very, very important movement, you know, to reclaim that and reclaim the power of the emotions. So, yes, I mean, there is all kind of trauma. There is the old traumas that come from childhood adversity. You know, there is, they recognize there is like 10 different markers of childhood adversity. Most people have two, you know, like a, a divorce in the family or, you know, um, you know, some, you know, like a, being even the firstborn and then having a, someone else come in and, you know, dethroning you <laughs> can be traumatic. Um, and then there is, you know, the other markers that when you go over four markers, then there is um, danger of having things like such as diabetes, um, you know, respir respiratory, chronic disease, et cetera, et cetera. So like what, you know, they're scientifically proving now that those, uh, when you have those markers in your, in your life, you, you know, really need to work on it because you might develop some uh, problematic physical issues. So, so yes, it is, you know, it is really normal to have those different um, trauma and, you know, at the time that we are now, the, the new generation is dealing with planetary trauma. Mm -hmm. 
And we need to come up with very precise way of working with that. Thank you so much for sharing all that. I just wanted to wrap it up with you. I had this, I don't want to wrap it up. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this conversation. And I just kind of want to go back to the topic. You know, we were talking about move your body and move your energy. And what I'm hearing is, you know, this pathway to moving your energy through the body really can lead to just optimal, beautiful health and happiness and peace. And that's what I really want to express to our listeners. You know, I know a lot of um, individuals right now that shy away from movement and dance, you know, like, oh, I'm not a good dancer. You know, I don't know what to do. I want to not move my body. And you know what? Just get started. Just start, you know, maybe just turn on some music tonight and let yourself be free and just freestyle, just enjoy, right? And maybe get started from there. And I know that that for me, I'm incorporating dance into my practice in the morning with meditation and whatever I'm doing to do my practice in the morning. Um, adding in movement is profound. It's, it's such an important part of the practice. And just throughout the day, right? Just getting moving and walking, you know, there are ecstatic dance opportunities, you know, in Santa Barbara, California is the dance tribe. Uh, there is a lot of different ones around the globe. Pretty much any city I go to, it seems like there's one available these days. So I just want to express that, express that, then, you know, there is a lot of opportunities and as well working with you and working within what you have to offer, just getting the body moving, right? And it just makes such a difference. So I'm so very grateful you came to share with us today and I love you. And thank you so much. <laughs> yes, moving and breathing. Um, yes, I can let people know uh, to come on my website if they want to see. Um, they can find two different workshops. I have two signature workshops. One is called Healing Our Bodies Buried Stories. And the other one is called From Planetary Trauma to Tribal Magic. And that one has a lot of dance in it. There is one coming up in LA uh, next month. Uh, my website is theembrace.live. So when you go there, you can look at, you know, is there one of the signature workshop happening? And you can also sign up for a free session, the Freedom Path session, um, a complimentary session with me where we explore if perhaps there is um, ways where I can help you and tell you about different programs and offers. And I did the freedom. What session did I do with you? What was that called? That you did session? the Bones of Freedom. Bones of Freedom. Mm -hmm. I did do a beautiful session. I'm letting my listeners know with Yamaya, and it was truly profound. And a lot of great release work happened. And um, I really appreciate that session very much. I would like more, please. Yes, you will. <laughs> and the dance. And when are your workshops? What are the dates? Uh, I have one coming um, in just a few days. Okay. Um, that's the healing of um, our bodies, buried stories. People can just go to the embrace.life okay. and then find all the, all the dates. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by the Consciousness Network. The Consciousness Network's mission is to establish, promote, and advance conscious communities. It contributes to local and global well-being through its ongoing programs, which serve as meeting spaces, training grounds, resource pools, and a support network to help the Santa Barbara and Southern California community fulfill its potential and impact the world. The Consciousness Network strengthens the bonds between all of us, creating relationships through which true healing, service, and transformation can take place. For more information and to sign up, 
the Consciousness Network may be contacted at www.consciousnessnetwork.org. So if you enjoyed being with us on this podcast today, I would really love it if you join me on my website. It's reagantompson.com. And on my website, you'll find any upcoming events. If you prefer to get into an event, there's even a place that you can buy your tickets for the event, as well as testimonials you can check out there, as well as audios and podcasts. This is all free on my website. I have been hearing repeatedly from people, not only in locally uh, and around the world, that they're getting a lot of benefit out of hearing the audios, which are offering wonderful healing techniques for you to bring into your life. So I hope that you also join me and partake in these free offerings. You can follow me on social media at Reagan underscore Thompson. That would be so wonderful. So thank you so much to all my listeners today for joining me on this podcast. This has been such a wonderful podcast for me. I learned so much. I hope you did as well. And we're going to get out there in the world and start dancing and moving our bodies more. More humans need to do that. I know this. So I wish you very well. And I want to make sure that once again, I share with you Yamaya's website. It's the embrace.life. So thank you so very much. Bye-bye.